Welcome to Self-Awareness for Everyone, a weekly journey into applied guidance for mindfulness, a tool available to everyone to empower us to be more self-aware for greater control of our life experiences. I am MJ Bleehart, storyteller, author, creator, philosopher, and your guide through simple mindfulness tools, conscious reality creation, and similar applications of unselfish self-awareness. This week's topic, how does the reality of truth impact your self-awareness? Well, this brings up a really good question, doesn't it? What is the truth? Long, long ago, I came up with the following notion. There are always three brands of truth, mine, yours, and the absolute. They are going to vary depending on a whole lot of factors, like the truth as I perceive it is going to be colored by my life experiences, my education, my environment, my associations, and the imperfection of memory. Just because I think something's a certain way from something I read 20 years ago doesn't mean that it's right. The truth as I believe it, no matter what the topic is, is going to be colored in this way. My version of the truth may or may not be the absolute, and chances are it's not. Your version of the truth similarly is going to be colored by your life experiences, education, environment, associations, and your imperfections of memory. How your life has been is going to impact the way you see the world and what you believe a given truth to be. The absolute, meanwhile, can be totally hidden and unrecognizable because apart from the here and now, memory is faulty and colored by our life experiences. Somebody who grew up in the inner city in a poor, difficult neighborhood is going to have a very different experience than somebody who grows up in a wealthy suburban neighborhood. It's a completely different animal. That doesn't mean that you don't share certain values and ideals and beliefs, but what you've experienced to get where you are now has not been the same. So truth, as you believe it versus as I believe it, might not be similar. What's more, memory tends to be completely bizarre. Look at all the people nostalgic for a time that didn't ever exist. White supremacists are primarily focused on a time when the white people had all the dominance and control of the world. And realistically, that's not entirely the truth. They never really actually did have that control. Society was never just one color. It's never been that way. But nostalgically, that's what they believe, and they want to go back to a happier, simpler time that never was. This is one of the challenges that we face, and truth as such is a bizarre animal because of this. And the absolute truth tends to elude us because it goes beyond human experience. And my perceptions versus your perceptions are going to alter how we approach the truth. And it can be colored in all kinds of really weird ways. And that's why, with the absolute, there are people who still believe what's been proven to be factual, actual, despite this fact. People who believe in things like the Earth being flat, vaccines containing microchips, and evolution being utterly unprovable. Guess what? That's what they believe. It's not true. But in their world, it is the truth, as far as they know what it is. The absolute of the truth can be incredibly challenging 
to recognize, and it can be very different from your truth and very different from my truth. It might be between them, and it might be somewhere off in left field we had no idea it was there, but there it is. Why, you might be asking, does the truth in any form it takes set you free? By recognizing the fluidity of truth and that what you are clinging to might not be, in fact, true. Sometimes, on top of this, the truth is not important in the long run, and that knowledge will also set you free. It boils down to the truth not necessarily being as important as you're perceiving it to be, or having the import you give it. The truth can often be much less important. Many an argument today is over whose truth is right. Look at all the various religions in the world, okay? Most of them are going to argue why their version of of the world is correct. And as such, they're going to try to pass laws and they're going to try to dictate how society should function based on their version of the truth. But it's not the only version of the truth. There are other truths. And the various religions of the world, while often they share similarities, are still different. And yet they're clinging to their truth and giving it all this import, even though it might not be right. A large part of any argument when it's focusing on whose truth is the correct truth is that meeting in the middle can be extra challenging because the middle might not actually be between your truth and my truth. The absolute might be somewhere completely different. We might both be so completely wrong about our focus and belief on the truth that if we were faced with the absolute, we'd both look at it and go, no, that's not the truth. That's a crock. And yet, that can be how it is. Truth can be especially sticky when you're trying to approach it as being given and absolute and utterly justifiable. And sometimes... What we hold on to as being a truth really isn't true when all is said and done. Or even if it is, it doesn't matter. Take Pluto, for example. When I was a kid, Pluto was the ninth planet of our solar system. Now, Pluto is no longer considered a true planet. Now it's a planetoid, or whatever the title is, because I didn't look it up before talking about this. The point is, Pluto is no longer counted as the ninth planet in our solar system. It's not been given its planetary status. When I was a kid, that was the truth. Now, it's not. And is it important? No. No, it's really not. And a lot of the arguments that people have about their truths are equally unimportant. At the time of the argument, it might feel like it's important and it might feel like it matters, but when all is said and done, it really isn't important and it really doesn't matter. And recognizing this is a big part of how you can set yourself free and use your self-awareness to not be a slave to truth. There are times when it is worth sticking to a truth that belongs to you. And there are lots of situations where you and only you know what is true about who, what, where, how, and why you are. And ultimately, only you can know that. So no matter what others might let you know about them, you don't know their whole truth. And equally, they don't know your whole truth because the only person in your head, heart, 
and soul is you. Nobody else is in there with you. Nobody else can be in there with you. And on the other side of the same coin, you can't be in anybody else's head, heart, or soul. You can make an impression, that's for sure. You can help them. You can guide them. You can offer them suggestions and advice, but you're not in their head. It's not possible. The only one in your head is you. Some truths are completely worth fighting for, and most of those are directly involved in who and what and where and how and why you are. If you are defending your identity via your truth, it is utterly worthy of you and you of it. For example, if you were born male, but you identify as female, that's your truth, and you should fight for it because that's who you are, and nobody can tell you otherwise. Nobody should misgender you. Nobody should be treating you any differently because it doesn't matter. It's just a question of your truth and what's right for you. And you know what? More power to you if you can be that free. And in that respect, the truth is incredibly freeing. If you're trying to conform to a gender that you're not, that's not being true to you. And that's not fair. You shouldn't have to do that for anybody else's benefit. It's one of those things that I very strongly believe is you should be you, no matter how that looks. So long as you are doing nothing to hurt other people, so long as you care about other people, you are kind, you are compassionate, and you give to the world, hey, you know what? You be you. You do you. That is important. And that is a truth that is true and worthy of you and frees you because that's a reality of truth. When you're fighting for something unimportant or just for the sake of winning an argument, does it really serve you? Does the truth you cling to make your life better or is it making your life worse? And this is something we oftentimes will fight for and hold on to despite the fact that it doesn't really matter when all is said and done. Look at nationalism as a perfect example of this. Who cares, ultimately, what state you're from? Who cares what country you are from? Does it matter in the grand scheme of things? Of course not. It doesn't matter. It's not important. And yet, we will fight for that truth and we will cling to what it means to be X, Y, or Z. And we apply this to nationalism. We apply this to religion, to gender, to sexual orientation. Take your pick. All kinds of things that when all is said and done don't really matter. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be who you are. What I am saying is when your argument about a given truth is a certain way, you need to determine, is this actually worth my time? Is this worth my effort? Do I care enough that I should be defending this? Is there any point in defending this? And you might find that the truth that you're standing up to and for doesn't really serve you. It's not helping you. And that's one of the biggest realities of truth that can have an impact on your self-awareness. Because before you know it, you're clinging to this truth that realistically has no value to you. And that's where mindfulness is freedom. When you are mindful, you are consciously aware. And as you know, conscious awareness is a product of the here and now. When you are present and consciously aware, here and now, you are empowered to take control of your life experience. 
That's the main reason I do this podcast and I talk about this because consciousness creates reality. And all of us, you and me and everybody else on the planet, has the capability to build a life as you desire for it to be. You are worthy and you are deserving of building something that lights you up, that makes you happy or at least content, that makes life worthwhile because you get one shot in that meat popsicle you're walking around in as a body to experience this life. And that experience is not meant to simply be had. It's not meant to just survive. We're here to thrive, to grow, to evolve. And we are one of the few animals on this planet capable of that level of choice and evolution. And it's really astounding and amazing. And yet we cling to these truths that when all is said and done might not be worth a damn. They might not matter. Mindfulness, accountability, and responsibility for your truth in light of whether it's their truth against your truth and the absolute truth against your truth can help you choose to face if there is a positive or a negative to the truth you're holding on to or what end of the spectrum you're facing. Does holding on to this truth face you towards a negativity or does it face you towards a positivity? When you know that my version of the truth, your version of the truth, and the absolute might not be at all equal, you can choose consciously whether it's worth holding on to, pursuing, or even fighting for a given truth. The truth, no matter if it's mine, yours, or the absolute, can truly set you free when you realize you can choose to hold on to a truth, let go of a truth, or just totally ignore a truth. Because oftentimes, it's not as important as you think it is. And we give it all this attention and energy that robs us of our own power. And so, the truth, the reality of the truth as it is in whatever form it takes can impact your self-awareness and empower you to choose what is best for your life and really experience more and better. Okay, this week's Applied Guidance for Mindfulness tool. We're going to keep this one nice and simple. Is there a truth that you cling to that causes you more harm than good? Take a few minutes each day to consider what truths you hold on to, and they can be really big truths or they can be teeny tiny truths. Your truth might be, you know, every morning I wake up at 6 a.m. half asleep, or your truth might be I believe in this religion, or your truth might be somewhere between these two extremes. The point is we all hold truths in our lives, but remember, there are always three brands to the truth, yours, mine, and the absolute. And the absolute might not be anywhere near where you are. So take a few minutes to really examine some of the truths that you cling to and if they are worthy of your time, energy, and attention. Does the belief in that truth do you good or does the belief in that truth do you ill? If it's good, carry on. Keep going with that. But if not, how can you release this truth for your freedom? How can you free yourself from the oppression of holding onto a truth that doesn't suit you? When you encounter a truth that doesn't really work for you, write out what that truth you've been holding onto is. Then, write out at least two alternatives to it. And it can be tied to the absolute if you know what it is, 
or it can just be an alternate to the truth. If your truth is, every morning I wake up half asleep, when you think about it, is that actually true? And to be perfectly honest, is it all that important? Because realistically, since consciousness creates reality and even this type of thing, you can look at that and say, I wake up every morning. That's it. Do you need to give it the caveat about feeling half asleep? Because if that's what you believe, that's what you're going to experience more often than not. Just because it might be true doesn't mean it's true. And that might have gotten a little hooky spooky there, but that's the reality of things. That's how we function. Whether we like it or not, that's a part of who and what we are. So write out at least those two alternatives, then read them, consider them, and see how they make you feel and see if something else resonates with you to help you change or release that truth because the truth will set you free, but oftentimes you need to set it free first. Thank you for joining me for Self-Awareness for Everyone. I hope that you've enjoyed sharing in this exploration of applied guidance for mindfulness, conscious reality creation, and learning other tools for optimizing your life experiences. If you have any questions or comments, please email me at author at mjbleehart.com. You can follow me via Instagram at mjbleehart and on Facebook at bleehartmj. Thank you to the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network for hosting my show. Please take a moment to explore the Etsy shop from Fee Mahoney, the incredible creator of my cover art at Talia's Inspirations. Take a moment and please visit my blogs, The Ramblings of the Titanium Dawn at titaniumdawn.com, my articles at mjbleehart.medium.com, and my various published sci-fi and fantasy novels on Amazon. I hope that you are discovering how self-awareness can be found via mindfulness and applied to improve not only your life experience, but maybe that of the people around you. And as always, please be mindful that you are worthy and deserving of being the best you that you can be. Thank you.